Standoff, the podcast where we put abilities from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure up against each other in a randomized bracket to determine what stand is objectively the best. My name is Kat, and I use she/her pronouns. My name is Kingdom, and I use he/him. So now that we're in round three of this podcast, we're using new criteria that aren't really that new anymore. The first one of the three is reflection, where we take a deeper dive into the symbolism of a stand and how it relates to their user and the stand's reference. Oh, and then it's my turn to say that we talk about the arc, and that's the story arc in which the stand is present, and how impactful they are, and if they're cool. Yeah, and then also on if they're cool, vibes. Just what kind of vibes does the stand put off? Uh, And we're going to be spoiling everything in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure forever. All of it. There's no, there's no chapter this month. That's what uh, my friends, I have friends that are very caught up with other manga and they get really upset, especially my stepbrother when, oh, there's no, (laughs) there's no chapter this, there's no chapter this week for one piece or whatever, bro. We haven't had a chapter in a month. Yeah. I mean, that's just how Shonen Jump's been. Um, I think I like Chainsaw Man now. Chainsaw Man? Yeah. It's a Shonen Jump manga. It's really good. Well, I wouldn't say it's really good. It is. Going places, and it okay. didn't feel like it was for ninety chapters, but now That's it is. Part eight. <laughs> <laughs> Chainsaw Man is the part eight of Shonen Jump. You're right. Uh. Anyway, and what stands are we talking about this episode? We're talking about my boy Mandem versus Diver Down, and then another two. <laughs> Jumping Jack Flash versus Spice Girl is the other two. I think Diver Down has an unfair advantage because we're taking a deeper dive. As written Ooh. in the reflection segment. Ooh, yeah. I realized I put a lot of fucking alliteration in there. Deeper dive into Dan Dimbleism. <laughs> Did I do it in my, in my comedy? Did I? Dand? A Dand is like. They're adding him to Street Fighter V, right? Dan? No. Oh, I remember Dan. They're at, wait, he's actually being added to Street Fighter V. Did you not know this? Is he? Why? Yeah. Why do why? people still play that game? Because it's a it's a it's a good game. A bookie's there. Oh, she there? she has she has a big Sasuke shuriken. So Sakura. So, no, Sakura doesn't. Or do you mean are we talking about Naruto Sakura? No, I, I'm, or... I'm saying she's there. She's there. Yeah, I thought you were saying she also has a big Sasuke shuriken. Sakura's not great, but I like playing her. Let's fucking talk about Mandom. Mandom, if you remember, is a big watch. Not really, like, that's not the main feature of him. What's the ma- Visually, what's the main feature of Mandom? He's a boy attached to your back with tubes. True. And he's got, he's got a pincushion face. Yeah, the face is kind of scary the more it's I look so, at it. It's so cool. I love it so much. I dropped my hat. <laughs> Why are you wearing a hat? You're I'm indoors. Not, I'm not wearing it. I'm spinning it on my hand because Damn. I'm in quarantine. <laughs> I thought you were going to say mentally ill That too <laughs> Related mm-hmm. Anyway They really truly are Um, Mandem's great I guess yeah I think I'm going to say I think it's cool That Mandem is like I don't, I don't know if this is actually a point I'm making but it's tied To it's user because like The user just kind of I don't know. I find it interesting how it's connected into the user like that, and the user has a trigger that's not really connected to the stand that he uses to activate it. 
So it's like it's linked into his nervous system, and when he does the trigger, it makes the stand go, even though he's not, like, saying, Mandum, do your thing. It's You know? Yeah, it's more attached to it. His stands are, quote, attached to their user, but Mandum mm-hmm. is directly tied into the user physically, and that's cool. I like it a lot. Yeah. And, hey, it's important that it's looked like a watch, because its ability is... Turns time back five seconds, which I stand by being the coolest time-related ability in JoJo's. Yes, because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh no, I'll do that. I'll, I'll mention that arc. Never mind. Continue. Okay, yeah, because and it looks like a watch because Ringo wrote against Trigger to activate it as he turns his wa- wristwatch back five seconds. That's how time works. Have you tried? It's like the um, uh, I can't think of a specific example, but like. Oh, this game's com- coming out in a week. I will. I I pre-purchased it and pre-downloaded it, so I can just turn off my internet. Tell my computer it's a week forward. I got it. <laughs> Does that actually work? It worked sometimes, but I can't remember a specific. Ex- I feel like most games like do validation checks against servers for that anymore. Yeah, because we live in the future, but not in the past. That's time travel. I'm going to set my laptop to Pacific Standard Time and teleport to Washington State. That's how it works. Bye. Time and space are the same thing. Yes. You're correct. Yeah. Ooh, I, just, um, I just fucked something up bad, but whatever. <laughs> uh, you, wait, okay, no, you're good. Yeah, and I don't know if it really goes more into reflection or arc, but kind of the whole thing that mandum lets its users do kind of ties into his life philosophy and ideals yeah which um can you get into because i don't i feel like i don't remember it enough to do it justice yeah so i don't necessarily actually here let me lag out for a second or two that's fine yeah so ringo wrote again the user of mandum is obsessed with this idea of like a true man's world because when he was a kid, he was really sickly and bled a lot and fell ill frequently. He was a hemophiliac. Basically. Yeah, and he was like, I don't know, it was the fucking 1800s, part of a wagon train or something. Somebody deserted like the group of people he was in and killed his family. And then he awakened his fighting spirit, shot the man to death, and stopped being sick. And then he was like, damn, dueling is the only way I can better myself and make myself a complete person. And I want to reach, like, the height of humanity through dueling and reach what he calls the true man's world. So Yeah, he, he sees himself as incomplete and he can only, he only, he strives toward bettering himself, effectively. Exactly. And, like, he has a really strong moral code. He'll, like, only fight on fair grounds, as fair as they can be when you could turn time back five seconds. Um, and will, like, give his opponents pointers and stuff, and he'll only duel people who he knows have killing intent within them. Mm-hmm. So, like, he, uh, wouldn't fight Gyro Zeppelin and fought Johnny instead, because he knew Johnny would fucking kill him in an instant, because Johnny Joestar is a motherfucker. Yeah. But he does that because he has killing intent. He's not gonna take a fight that isn't fair, because if he takes an unfair fight, that's not- if he wins, he's not bettering himself. Exactly, yeah, and, like, so his stand kind of facilitates that, because, like, he'll only use it when he's fighting other stand users, generally. He'll explain what his stand does, and, like, 
he doesn't use it in such a way to like launch sneak attacks or do anything shitty like that because it also affects him like he just uses it as a tool it's not yeah his stand battles aren't like fucking four-dimensional chess now available on steam they're just like slug fests with the ability mm. to jump back a couple of seconds like there's no tomfoolery and he i uses, think Mand- oh sorry oh no you're good he uses his stand in the same way in a duel the same way he uses a gun in a duel he uses it as a tool to win but you're not going to use a gun against someone who doesn't have a gun in a gun duel exactly yeah and yeah he's not going to be like oh i had an I don't know. You can't use Mandum to set up bullshit stand tricks. Like, you can't be yeah, like, it, oh, I put a knife where you were five seconds ago and I turned back time because the knife would just go to where it was five seconds ago. It's just a pure, straightforward stand. It resets everything. So, effectively, he uses it, at least my interpretation of the arc, he uses it more as training himself multiple times in one fight. Like, it, he, he, he finds a, a path to go down oh, that doesn't work because of this. Go back and I learn from that. And that's bettering yourself. Exactly. I love Inspector, the anime from this winter? 2020, 2021 season? I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't like, I'm not some kind of weeaboo. I don't watch anime. (laughs) It's really good. Um, Oh, there was one other point I was going to make. I forgot it though. I have a point that I was going to make. Oh, you go. I was going to say, well, your point's probably a less haha funny point, so please go ahead and make it. Oh, you have a funny? I don't make jokes. Um, <laughs> I thought I think it's interesting that um, Ringo's. First of all, I think it's haha funny that he is a skull goatee. Second, yes. um, his stand has to do with time, just like a lot of people, but specifically the world mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. his arc. His storyline arc, his three chapters are called A Man's World. I'd love to call it the True Man's World. No, the the arc like the chapters are called A Man's World Part One, Two, and Three. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's and then the world's there in part seven. Yay! Yeah. He, but he's also kind of a dickhead with Mandum, because like at the beginning of the arc, okay. he just he uses it to trap Johnny and Gyro and Hopkins no. in a fucking time loop. He does it because he wants to fight someone. He's drawing them to him. But they're in a horse race. He's a lover of fighting, damn it. He, he is a lover of the world by Jerry Wallace. He's a lover of the right. world by Charles Bronson. <laughs> okay, B- before we move on to vibes, I think that the reflection of Mandem and the arc of Mandem are both fantastic for like a three chapter, which again, in this case, is like a hundred pages, give or take. He has... So much backstory for three chapters. It's nuts. I, he's my favorite minor villain in the series. Same. Oh, when you said Skull Goatee, I did mean to say uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Luke Sword. Yeah, no. we've. I mean, isn't that uh, Wakapiko? Wakapiko? I don't remember his name. If, if Wakapipo had Ringo Road again, shitty facial hair, then yeah. Along with his own facial hair. Photoshop it. Give him both. <laughs> He, he does highlights. He highlights in the skull. Yeah. Um, but my question before we move on to vibes and get off of the stand, this doesn't really have to do anything with the liberation, but what do you think Mandum does to the world as a whole? Because like not everybody's trapped in this time loop because they lose time from it. Mm-hmm. Like, what does this mean 
for the laws of physics. Well, let's do this. Uh, oh, okay, Rocky. So my, okay, my answer to this question was going to come from, Rocky has stats, and he has range as one of them. Let's see what Rocky puts his uh, mandem's range. Oh, it's a null. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, because... <laughs> maybe it's like, is there really not a range? No, it just kind of happens. I would assume I'm... that it's like an area around that maybe, maybe it it like fades in distance, so... It's like less time and less noticeable the the farther are you the farther away you are. So Wild. like outside of that forest that they're in, nobody would feel anything. Does it drop down to zero, or does it drop down to like ne- ne- negligible partitions of a second? Who cares? It doesn't matter. Range is range is effectively null, so I'm going to say it affects everyone a little bit. There. No, exactly. Because if you take the limit, because when it goes, to, yeah. I don't want to talk about math. Mandem's right. done. Mandem's Great done. Vibes. I, love, I love him. Fucking cool vibes. The vibes of a true man. Yeah. Uh. Let's fucking talk about Diver Down. The vibes of a true man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Diver Down, I want to start with vibes. Um, vibes are Galley from Bionicle. <laughs> Galley from Bionicle? The first the first water toa, yeah. Galley Bionicle. G-A-L-I. Oh yeah. Yeah, you right. <laughs> the one girl toa. This has a lot less polygons, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I'd say my vibes for di- for Diver Down is just blew the world, but with these on them. It is kind of blue, the world, the app. No, see? The world is blue inside and out. Did <laughs> you know there's a documentary on that song? About the lore, yeah. That's uh, wild. Shout out to Blue by Eiffel 65 for having lore. I think Diver Down is more justified in having scuba gear than the world. Than the uh, Holy Diver, etc., etc. But you're right. Right, because this kind of goes into reflection. Diver's down ability lets it like actually go into stuff. So it has yeah, it, a scuba set so it can breathe inside of the car it's disassembling from the inside out. It's like Oasis, but everything. Mm-hmm. But it's not the man. It's the diver down. It's the Toa. Yes, I brought this up before. This also goes into reflection. I know I've mentioned it. I don't know if we've actually litigated it on the podcast. It did... Anna Sui, use Diver Down to trans its gender. I'm 90% sure you've brought this up on the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to bring it up ta- every time. If not, then we've talked about this in another form. I, I bring it up every time I talk about Diver Down. Because, like, Anna Sui first shows up as a girl. And, like, yes. the yeah, fucking... it's, it's editors and it's ratings and that stuff. But in universe, in universe, I can't think of another explanation. But that makes honestly the biggest dumbass in the world. Because how does anybody look at Jolene Cujo and go, "Yeah, she's straight"? Um, Florida. <laughs> that's my that's my take. Ah, uh, Florida. They are like in that. Florida. <laughs> and Anasui is a confirmed serial killer, so not all good. <laughs> You know, fair. 
I also flo- explained by Florida. Also mainly explained by Florida. Yeah. Okay. That's that's fine. I I think Diver Down has decent reflection on Anasui just because of his backstory and the fact that he's a serial killer, like because he uses it to meticulously disassemble and reassemble shit. And that's just and, the kind of personality he has and is very useful for serial killing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like I feel like uh, Ringo Rodian got more backstory than Anasui. Oh. There was, <laughs> Which is wild. There was hardly any backstory in part six. Like, we get the characters' motivations and, like, what their deal is. But, yeah. like, Rodigan's got a full emotional arc in his backstory where Anasui's just like, I took apart a car and I put it back together good. And my parents hated me, and then I became a serial killer. And Hermes was like, uh, my sister died. Exactly, and Foo Fighters was like, I'm bugs. <laughs> I'm not a person, but I want to be. Same. So yeah, Future the- goals aren't backstory. <laughs> the reflection makes sense, but also, it yeah, it feels less justified it's- in the little characterization that we get. It's ironically shallow. <laughs> no, that's actually that was a good joke. I'm proud of it. Additionally, not additionally, arc. Anasui's kind of there the whole part and does like two things. He doesn't do shit. Anasui, <laughs> Diver Down. I'm mad about that because Diver Down's such a cool like. It gives you a really fucking interesting move set and opens up a lot of doors like story wise. And he's very much just in the background. Which happens to most characters in part six. It's mostly just Jotaro and Jolene. Yeah. But come on. Yeah. To elaborate on that a bit, the ability also allows Diver Down to store kinetic energy in objects and release it whenever. So it could punch a rock real good and throw the rock at you and then have the punches come out of the rock. And the punches come out of the rock as Diver Down's fists. So, (laughs) Which is just cool, yeah. He punches a wall multiple times and then... And then uses that force to make Diver Down's fists appear so he can climb up using those fists. <laughs> Which, like, dude, you can That's... just dive into the wall. <laughs> he can't, though. Only the stand can. I know, but, like, I feel like there's a simpler way to do that. But it's... But that's, like, one example... Another example of it being cool as hell, but just never used. Exactly. Like, he barely uses it during the Bohemian Rhapsody arc, and that's like an arc that primarily centers around him. Yeah, okay. I want to also clarify, this happens to a lot of stands, but most stands that we complain about this, like, not being used their full potential, most of the time those are, like, minor characters, like like Ringo wrote again, like, three chapters and they're gone. Honestly, he's there for most... I'd say, like, at least half... Oh no, he comes in at chapter 59... And part six is over 150 uh, chapters. Yeah. He... So he's there for two thirds of it and barely does anything. Yep. But but consider, he's just there to be the haha funny love interest, and it sucks. He do kind of be looking. He do kind of be looking like uh, boss. I don't remember his name for some reason. Diavolo. Diavolo, that guy. True. It's just one of the Diavolo deaths. Um. Funny thing, best part of Diver's Down, Diver Down's arc, it makes Yo-Yo Ma's brain a frog brain. <laughs> because Yo-Yo Ma was already frog brain, stupid. <laughs> Damn true. 
reverted him to this primal instincts of frog. Revert, revert to monkey. Yeah. And... Monkey banana. Sure do like those fucking monkeys, dude. Oh my god. Everybody needs to send me monkey videos. I love monkeys. There's a guy I redownloaded TikTok as was mentioned in the last episode. And there's a guy who does da- monkey or daily monkey lesson. Daily uh, monkey lesson? Uh, he, he does, uh, one of them was give monkey banana, monkey eat for one day. Teach monkey to look for banana, monkey eat forever. Fucking... And it's daily, and I love them. It's, I mean, it's true. It makes me so happy. I'm, I'm glad. Um, I'm glad for your monkey lessons. Um, and as mentioned, Bionicle vibes. Yes, Bionicle vibes. Sorry, I have to go back to Diver Down. And now, Mandem wins. Mandem wins because it's cooler. Yeah. And Anastui should have been girl character, and it should have been actual love interest, and it should have been interesting character development other than me murderer but me like you i'm edward from freaking twilight (laughs) you know they made a new twilight book i stephanie meyer made a new fucking book i don't think it's that new are you talking about the one from edward's perspective yeah it's just twilight again but edward tells a story yeah it's twilight reverse rebirth it's why 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 is the world it's already 2020 we're almost out of this, and now you gotta drop this on us? I feel like that came out, like, Bro. two weeks, two years ago. No, apparently there was a there was a sample chapter that was, like, released, like, 15 years ago, and she, like, just released it, like, a couple months ago. <laughs> Fucked up. Stephanie Meyer, you, you piece of shit. <laughs> Truly. Shall we listen to Summer Twilight Book Club? It hasn't updated in a while, but it's a very good podcast, and it's the only I reason might. why I know anything about Twilight. Watch Strange Aeons on YouTube. It's the only reason I know anything about Twilight. I mean, Aeons are kind of strange. Have you seen Anima? Like, it's one of the cooler looking ones. I don't get it. Let's talk about Jumpin' Jack Flash. It's fi- Final Fantasy X joke. Ha 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 I never ha, played ha, it. Let's ha, talk about Final Fantasy Jumpin' Jack Flash. Jumpin' Jack Flash. Reflection. <laughs> Spaceman. Lang Wrangler. Lang Wrangler, that's the guy's name. I made I made the I made the Lil Nas X reference in the episode title for this one. I forgot what this dude looked like. Lang Wrangler looks like doing? a piece of shit. Well he's doing the Okay, he's doing the anime boy thing where he has goggles above his eyes, but he also has slits over his eyes and his big yeah. dumb helmet. Your fucking face mask covers your eye. It covers your pupils specifically. You can't see. Stop Perfect. pretending. Shut the fuck up. Stop <laughs> making fun of the fucking Tempest Keep leather set helm. I don't get it. It just looks like fucking Outland's armor from World of Warcraft. I don't know. The world of Warcraft. <laughs> What's that? What's, was that the secret word for the podcast? Yeah. Do do the one that makes you sound like hundred gex quick, please. Oh, okay. I guess uh I'm baby. <laughs> I don't know any hundred gex songs. <laughs> thousand gex, million gex, billions of gex. Keep going, keep going, gex, you're doing gex it. Gex sixty four. Gex sixty five. Alright, you're good, you're good. Oh, my fucking stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that was sounded funny because I couldn't. I didn't have the thing on, so I could hear it myself. I have no idea. I really hope that came out. Um, Lang <laughs> Lang Wrangler is a dumbass piece of shit that we learn nothing about. Yeah, he his backstory is he was imprisoned for hijacking and murder. He stabbed a woman sixty nine times. What and, is it? And he thinks he's stronger than White Snake. The only reflection that the fucking stand has on the user is that they both look fucking stupid, and they both have rocket ships on their chest. And they both have the orange down their arm. I'm sorry, was it specified that it was 69 times? It does. It, there's no citation for it, Iraqi. but the wiki page says 69 times. Iraqi. Iraqi you doesn't use, know. You gotta use funny sex number <laughs> for this guy? Iraqi doesn't know what 69ing is. You gotta use 69 for the fu the funny sex number on Lang Wrangler. Yeah. Okay. It is a funny name. Reflection's bad. Arc cool though. Arc cool though. Stand look cool though. So here's something interesting that I just kind of realized. Okay. Dude's like, yo, I'm cooler than White Snake. I'm hot shit. And his stand already controls gravity. Holy shit, wait. Is this foreshadowing? I think it might. I no, is no. Is this, this foreshadowing? If this is foreshadowing, it is entirely unintentional foreshadowing. There is no fucking way that Lang look, got. Look, I'm better than White Snake, and I control gravity, <laughs> dude. I yeah, I don't know. This is foreshadowing. Rocky's a genius. Never mind. He can use the funny sex number wherever he wants. God. Yeah, so the stand, it uses the centrifuges on its wrist and it makes an anti-gravity zone or a zero-gravity environment around it, their victim after the user spits on them. Yeah, it's not even uh, it's not even zero-gravity environment. It also becomes a vacuum. But it makes it space. Zero-gravity make vacuum. I guess. Sure. Maybe. Who can say? I can't. But yeah, so yeah, it makes a fucking and anything that they touch stops being subjected to gravity. So as time goes on, the area around them just keeps getting more and more weightless because it just spreads out to like 20 meters around them. And yeah, it turns into a big vacuum and it tries to suck out all their blood and boils their blood and suffocates them because yeah. it's space. That's what, fun fact, if, if you got launched into space, you wouldn't die from cold you wouldn't die from uh being uh, asphyxiated by no air the first thing you die from is that your blood boils uh it boils because it, the, the there's no pressure so temperatures the boiling points go down fluid mechanics is fucking scary i don't want to understand how fluids work air is a fluid when i learned that i was like what huh the yeah huh liquids and gases are fluid Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Anything that tries to fill a container is a fluid. That, so cats are a fluid. Some cats are. True. All right. Cool. But yeah, looping back around, because he does that, it's a very cool arc because it lets, like we said for Seamoon last time, Jolene be like a Spider-Man. Um, and this weather report makes spacesuits out of air. And yeah. They look super cool. I was going to say, I feel like this arc... Like, it's a cool power, and I like how Jumpin' Jack Flash look, but I feel like the arc is cool because of Weather Report. 
Exactly. Jumpin' Jack Flash is an okay stand that facilitates better stands doing really cool shit. And honestly, that's the goal for the minor antagonists. Unless you're Ringo Road again. <laughs> yeah, he goes above and beyond, but I feel like that's that's the this is the standard that they want to reach. Yeah. No, true. I I agree. It is a very good supporting cast member and it has fucked up moon vibes. Yeah. This is like if the moon was a horny transformer. I'm going to say. Okay, we're on vibes. Um this is like um you know, you know those people who make this hype they're they're old. They make like the hyper realistic pokemon. Yeah. This is like a hyper realistic version of a Super Mario Odyssey boss. <laughs> okay. Which one? I don't know, but that's the vibes it gives off. Okay, nope, that's super fair. Let's continue on to Spicy Lady. Spice Girl. Let's talk about Spice Girl. She's fantastic. She's bounced. Her I she has good reflection on her user, I would say, because her whole deal is yeah. like she actually talks with Trish. Yeah, and yeah, I mean there's a lot going on there. Yeah, so Trish is the daughter of Diavolo, the boss of Passione and stand user of King Crimson, which we previously talked about, which is important. I think. Oh, oh! I want to mention something that I think is neat. Yeah. Um, just for like JoJo's lore, um, Yoshikage Kira <laughs> specifically said that he named Killer Queen Killer Queen, but Spice Girl tells Trish that her name is Spice Girl. I, I that it's interesting. How some stand users innately know the names of their stands, how some stand mm-hmm. users are told, and how some, like, name their stands. Because, like, Avdol names the tarot card stands. Yes. How does Yorno know that gold experience is gold experience? I mean, it. this is, this, I wanted to bring it up now because this is, I think, the only real time we get a full, like, nearly conversation between a stand and the user and it's this? and it's when the stand gets formed, so we get a little bit of that backstory. Yeah, this is like the one like direct perspective stand awakening scene we get, right? Because like Koichi awakens a stand throughout part four, but we don't, mm-hmm. we aren't with him in his head when it happens. I mean, yeah, other than other people getting arrowed, right? But like we see four. Koichi get goes yeah. like we don't see anybody get like arrowed and then a stand pops out this is basically a persona awakening not to draw yeah. a direct comparison but this is this is the closest thing to that yeah spice girl basically says i am thou thou art i and and my name is spice girl and trish says makes sense you got a unique flavor what does that mean <laughs> trish hey 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 um because she's spicy a <laughs> b um, Spice Girl leads to the best line in all of JoJo's being said. Which is? That is, that which is soft is harder than, no, sorry. That which is soft is more unbreakable than any diamond. Oh. <laughs> really? Spice Girl, really Spice Girl beats think? diamond is unbreakable. <laughs> um, fucking, come on, reflection. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, let's go. Um, she says we- wannabe, references Spice Girls. Good joke. Um, we got we got her having visual similarities in color palette and in patterns and everything with King Crimson, who's mm-hmm. Trish's dad's dad. 
I thought you were just going to say Trish's dad, which is also kind of true. So, okay, King Crimson is Spice Girl's dad. Yes. But... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm right. Upsetting, but correct. You um, are. What else is there? I mean, she's she got has math a sim- on her. She's got math on her. Trish has math on her dress. She has a similar attitude to Trish, I would say. They're both kind of like resolute in what they want, which is because Spice Girl is part of Trish's soul. But like, since we actually yeah. get to talk, not get to talk to Spice Girl, but since Spice Girl talks, we like really see how much of like Trish's determination she is, which is really cool. We get a really nice insight into, again, the meaning of someone's fighting spirit. This feels like Trish's fighting spirit. Exactly. This is this is just also my lady Persona Five. Melody. I'm not anyway. gonna pronounce it Melody, but same it, thing. Get get it, stand. Fight your dad. Yeah, it feels like Spice Girl is the kind of person Trish wants to be. Yes, Spice Girl's the kind of person I want to be, dude. I know. <laughs> just kidding. I want to be like Mori Calliope now. I don't know VTubers. VTubers aren't real. I mean, you clearly do because I said Mori Calliope and you didn't need context to understand what I meant. because my friend won't (laughs) shut up about him. (laughs) Um, are we done? Um, no, we have to talk about Ark, which is sadly not much. Uh, she gets Notorious B.I.G. fight. Yeah, she gets to beat up Notorious B.I.G., she gets to turn a plane into rubber, she gets to say the funny line about Diamond, she gets to say, I made it softer. <laughs> um, that's not funny. What, <laughs> it's what's funny, funny about that? Out. Okay. Oh, well, that's one of her, like, move lines in Eyes of Heaven, so I always remember it. Um, yeah, and then Spice Girl's, like, around through the end of the part, but she doesn't, like... She does something really cool during the final fight against Diavolo, which is she reveals that stuff she makes softer maintains their momentum. Uh, so she does some really cool shit with bouncing bullets around. But, like, she's not really a main player in the part. She kind of suffers from Anasui disease. A little bit. I think she's better off than Anasui. She's definitely better off, but it's still not great. Like, look at the kind of development, like, Rancha and Mista again, and the other... Passione boys. Well, to be fair, she gets development from her dad being who he is, and she is also added in a little late. So yeah, yeah. that's not her own development, though. And it's part of her backstory. True, true. But like, she doesn't really grow as a character, except she goes into Mista's body, and she's like, "I'm okay with being a little stinky now." But that's also just Trish and not Spice Girl. Yeah, and Spice Girl. Excellent vibes, ideal vibes, aspirational vibes, etc. Still one, if anyone has an explanation why Spice Girl and Trish both got math on them, let me know, because I don't get it. What? It's a good aesthetic. It looks cool, but is there a reason? Probably not. Alright, it looks cool. I'd like there to be a reason. Fair. You know, you're valid. (laughs) What? We're at the end of the episode. Oh, we need to say who wins. I think Spice Girl wins. Oh, yeah. Fucking whatever. Spice Girl wins. Mandem wins. The two pink stands move forward. I wonder if there's any connective tissue there. It's a good there's color. Not. Next episode is why I was making noises. Oh, I don't know it. The matchups are Sky High versus Ozone Baby and Weather Report versus Fun Fun Fun. There's so much air. What's with yeah. the weather, dude? 
honestly, fun, fun, fun is going to be really cool to talk about with these criteria. Also, that we can talk about the new fun, fun, fun stuff that we didn't last time. True. I brought it up a little, but not too much. Yeah. I didn't want to spoil it you. It wasn't as much as I thought you were leading on. There wasn't it's, a ton. It is. It's not a ton, but it's like, oh, this stand's just fucked up powerful now, you know? Sure. Um, but yeah. That is the end of this episode of Standoff. Thank you all very much for listening. Do you want to be found on internet? Tech and Kingdom. That's everywhere. You'll find it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at alias Sparia. That's the word alias, P-A-R-I-A. Um, you can find me. You can't find me anywhere else. You can, yeah. but you don't need to you'd have to look really hard yeah you can find us on twitter as a podcast at twitter.com slash standoff podcast on which there are links to our discord and to the show page and to our bracket and also to our patreon if you sign up to be one of our patrons at the one dollar tier that makes you what does that make you does that make you a, a manga reader yeah yeah you're a manga reader because manga gets the content sooner exactly and you get Bonus sketches, I guess. Um, yeah, you get the episodes a little bit early, and you also get monthly bonus content. And for $5 a month, you become a light novel enthusiast, and that means you get monthly chapter recaps of the light novels. We are currently working our way through George Joestar. This month, we're talking about Chapter 8, Nero Nero Island. Which might have Spice Girl in it. I don't know. I don't think it will. All the, all the Passione might- stands are gender bent and have different names. <laughs> It might have Spice Boy in it. I don't know. True. It might have Backstreet Boy in it. Oh my god. <laughs> Please. Um and yeah, so you can find that there. That's also patreon.com slash standoff pod. The support's very much appreciated. We're gonna be using it in the future for any commissions or anything like that for the show. Um you can email us at blah, blah, blah. You, you can, can email, email us, us at <laughs> I want pizza.net. You, I bought you pizza the other week, dude. There's pizza downstairs. Oh, well, you can almost go eat pizza. You can email us at standoffpod at gmail.com. We may respond. We will read your emails. And finally, our music is Mad Rock is Strange City by Nice Wizard Music. And that's it. We did it. We fucking did another one. Thank you another all. Another week down. <laughs> Poggers. We're going to get a backlog again soon, I hope. Yay. Yeah, thank you all very much for listening, and as always, until next time, stand stand proud. proud.